Welcome to Sweet But Salty, the bliss point of podcasts. Let me preface this beautiful episode that I'm recording in the dark, by the way, <laughs> while it's raining outside, by saying that I have never recorded so much raw footage for one single episode. I recorded over an hour of raw footage and then decided to split it into completely different episodes. So this is part one, so to say, and I think it's the more serious part. And in this part, we're talking about very different things, actually, that all have one thing in common, and that's knowing yourself. I think it's so important to know yourself, knowing who you are, knowing where you want to go, who you want to be. I don't think anything's more important than that because when you know that, you know everything else. I think if you are self-reflected, things are a little easier, so to say. But um, I'm trying to make each and every single episode that I create something special, maybe even a tiny little work of art. I hope it works. I don't know. Maybe I'm just doing shit and people don't really like it. <laughs> but yeah, I hope that you enjoy this one. Just keep listening and towards the end, you're gonna have the opportunity to decode the exact meaning of your name. Maybe let's start with the most positive news of the last couple of weeks. I can proudly and happily say that I got an A on my self-reflection paper for uni. I was really happy about that. That was not the only part of that grade. There was also presentation and a video that we had to shoot and getting an A on that is kind of cool. Now let's move on to the main part of this episode. I watched Rocket Man the other day. It's the movie about Elton John. I really enjoyed that. It was so inspiring because I always love seeing how people start out from being nobody, so to say, to becoming those superstars. And of course, they struggle with certain things on their way. In Elton John's case, that was addiction, mainly to alcohol and drugs. And I still love seeing how these people progress because after all, they're just people and they're people with a vision. And I think that's what sets them apart from so many others is that they have a certain idea of where they want to go. And I think that's what they all have in common. Lady Gaga is one of the current examples of that. You may not like her or think she's crazy or obnoxious or whatever, but she has worked her way up from a person who was bullied at school, who didn't have friends, who was an outcast, to a person who has sold so many records, filled so many venues, who has her music and her voice be heard all over the world. She even won an Oscar for being, I think, uh, was it an American Horror Story? I don't even know, but she won an Oscar. You know, and there's literally no limit and that's what these movies show you you can go so far and you can basically create yourself and you can create your life if you take it into your own hands and there's one quote in rocket man that really stuck with me and the quote was you gotta kill the person you were born to be in order to become the person you want to be and that really had me thinking like do i really need to kill my old self I don't know, I have mixed feelings about this, to be honest. It implies that literally everything about you that's innate, that you were born with, is basically gone and you leave that behind. And you choose who you want to be, embody that, and that's your new self. And that there is nothing left of the old you. And on the one hand, that's kind of my experience at this moment of my life. If you've listened to a couple of other episodes in this podcast, you will know that I had a fairly rough time health-wise and it was very impactful and it changed me a lot because sometimes it feels like the old me is gone. 
it's very hard to explain if you haven't experienced something like that. Because sometimes I think to myself, oh, I'm like this, I'm not like that. But then I look at my actions, the way I am, my energy, and I realize, whoops, <laughs> I have changed. And I cannot go back to the person I was, even if I wanted to. And now that I've changed, I kind of have to relearn or get to know myself in a different way. If you go through very profound experiences in your life, then there is no way back. And that's why this quote speaks to me so much, because maybe a part of me died, and I'm different now. And that's a good thing. And I know in the last episode, I talked about God and faith, but I found something for all those atheists and science freaks out there. I found this on Tumblr, my beloved place of inspiration. It's from World of Facts, fact number 600. 85. Caterpillars almost completely liquefy before morphing into butterflies. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know. But that was definitely my experience that I basically liquefied. <laughs> I melted down and I came back stronger for whatever reason. But I think I have goals, I have things to accomplish, and maybe even things to give. I'm a friggin' butterfly <laughs> in the best way possible. And yes, you're a butterfly too. You can evolve and develop into the person that you want to be. Even if sometimes you liquefy, you're still you. And you may leave some part of you behind. You may change your shape, the way that you are to the outside, the way that you treat people, the way that you act, the way that you speak, the way that you dress. But the essence of who you really are is still there. And let's stick with Elton and Gaga. Both of them are extreme they polarize you either love them or you hate them i don't think there's a person who doesn't have an opinion about lady gaga and you know sometimes that's the point to not hide yourself to not stay quiet because you're afraid to hurt somebody or to step on someone's toes but to just express yourself and be yourself and be authentic even if that means being obnoxious and i definitely know what i'm talking about <laughs> I tend to be obnoxious sometimes. I like take things way too far. But you know, that's the point because people can only like you if they get to know you and if they see the potentially worst sides of you. And if someone still likes you, then you know that's your person. You know, maybe that quote implies that you really have to kill your old self and become the person that you want to be. But I don't think that means abandoning everything that you've cared about so far or changing the way that you think about many things just so that you can be better. I think that's just as wrong as somebody who says, well, I'm scared to change, so I'm going to remain the same. I don't think you do yourself a favor by abandoning your past completely. I'm all for balance and the middle way of taking with you the values and the experiences and the people and the things that you care about, leaving behind everything that does not serve you and using all of those things that you still have to develop and to become the next better version of yourself. Because I mean, this, this advice of just be yourself, you know, it's outdated, I think. And it's not accurate because it's so important to be the version of yourself that you want to be, to be the type of person you want to meet. If you picture your ideal self, then always aim to act like that person. So being yourself, I mean, I don't think it's a good piece of advice because it's not detailed enough. And being yourself, to me, means embodying the truest part of me and then augmenting that, scaling it up, so to say. 
for it to shine, for it to be seen, for other people to relate to it or to hate it. I don't care, but I want to be the truest form of who I could be if I could be my ideal self. So you can always aim high and become better while still staying very true to yourself. Honestly, this episode goes so much deeper than my self-reflection paper I got an A on. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's also very normal that some people don't get you anymore as you change. And other people that you meet will understand you right away. Connect to the people you like or to those you find interesting. And maybe others whom you've known from before will get you again. But I think the most important thing is that you get yourself, so to say, or that you get to yourself. And another interesting part about Rocket Man was actually there's a scene towards the end where Alton is in therapy and he sees different people from his past and so on who are important people in his life. And then there is this moment where he sees himself as a child. The adult Elton sees little Reggie, which was his original name. He speaks to him and he gives him what he always wanted, which was a hug. His dad wasn't there for him, but he learned to be there for himself. This is a very interesting depiction of this process of consolidating yourself and kind of healing the inner child. I don't know if you've heard about this concept. It's very popular at the moment. But it's basically the idea that we have an inner child and that this child needs certain things that we didn't get when we were little. And that basically we can heal ourselves through shadow work and working on that inner child's wounds and giving us what we need so that we can be become adults and make choices from an adult standpoint. What I also love about Elton John's story is the fact that he renamed himself. Reggie became Elton. A name can change everything. In many fairy tales and myths, the name is so important because it's said that if you know a person's name, you have power over them. It's really interesting. And I promised you that I would make an episode on the meaning of names. So here it is. Let me start by saying that your first name sort of stands for your personality, the way that you are in private, while your last name is inherited. So it is an indication of your ancestry and the way that you are perceived to the outside. It's your official name. I really hope that you are happy with your name because I have been through a period of time where I was wasn't really happy with my name, to be honest. And I don't even know, I was doubting myself so immensely that I doubted my first name and whether it was right for me. I couldn't really embrace the person I was. And that didn't have anything to do with my name. It had to do with the way I felt about me. And that's it. You can, of course, always go and look up your name's origin and its meaning in the language it originated from. That's something that I encourage you to do. My name, Katerina, means pure in Greek, and I'm really happy about that. <laughs> I think it does give me a hint to the person I am or to a part of me, but there is another way to figure out the exact meaning of your name on a different level. In order to do so, I'm going to explain to you what each letter of the alphabet means so that you can basically decode the meaning of your name. Obviously, your initials have the most impact. They are very dominant and important. Sometimes a letter appears multiple times in your name and that kind of augments its power. And it also matters where in your name a certain letter appears 
So keep that in mind. And I encourage you to write down the meanings of the letters that are part of your name. Alrighty, let's start with A, obviously. <laughs> A is associated with confidence and ambition, originality and the ability to be alone. B is associated with openness and kindness, being cooperative and practical. C is associated with being smart and savvy, creative and a good speaker. D stands for passion, being down to earth, a good leader and logical. E stands for a positive and spontaneous attitude, being smart, honest and liking harmony. F stands for empathy and intuition, spirituality and a good use of energy. G is associated with the ability to concentrate, being emotionally and monetarily successful and a caring person. H signifies that someone is balanced and logical, brave, driven and that the person attracts money and success. I indicates that someone is strong, curious, artistic and has a philosophical talent. J stands for popularity and getting along with others very well, being responsible and having good ideas. K is associated with someone who is imaginative and original, who attracts abundance and wealth and has empathy. L is associated with someone who is independent and smart, eccentric and who loves to be the center of attention. M means that someone is consistent, emotionally strong, romantic, and a fast learner. N indicates that someone is charming and intelligent, intuitive and balanced. O means that someone is positive, loving, sensual, and has an artistic ability. P signifies that a person is tolerant and good-hearted, intelligent, responsible, and hardworking. Q stands for artistic abilities, charm, popularity, and success. R means that someone's honest, imaginative, and adaptive, and that that person is good at finishing things they start. S stands for strong and bold, active, generous, and having many ideas. T is associated with someone who's loyal and honest, kind, original, and good at music and art. The attributes of you are success, sensitivity, creativity, health, and a talent for speaking. V signifies that someone is funny and spontaneous, practical, and has strong morals. W is associated with thoughtfulness and gratefulness, impact, and magnetism. The attributes of X are ambition, authority, and a good standing in public. Y indicates that someone is vivacious, focused, intuitive, talented, and successful. And Z, or Z, depending on which accent you prefer, means that someone is special and smart, good at business and money things, and interested in philosophy. I don't know if all those things I just told you are true. Maybe some things apply to you, maybe others don't. I purposely only included the positive attributes. There are also some negative attributes, but I don't really care about those. I generally think that everything about someone's personality has its pros and cons. You shouldn't really focus on the negative, but on the positive and on how a certain trait can be used for somebody's advantage. Well, 
I don't know if that helped you at all, but I've paid my dues. <laughs> I've given you the episode that you've been waiting for since episode one. And it only took me, what, like 19 episodes to create this? I promise to be better and tune in next time to sort of part two of this episode. And definitely make sure to let me know what your name means. If you decode it, I don't know what to say. Like, bye, I guess. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to mention. There's one German artist that I'm a fan of. His name is Nico Santos. Whether you're into pop music or not, he's a great musician. He writes all of his songs on his own. I really like his record, Nico Santos. And Nico Santos's record, Nico Santos, came out last year. <laughs> Crazy title. <laughs> but I love this record. And he actually released a new song in German with Sido and Samra. Just came out a couple of days ago. And it's called Leere Hände. Leere Hände means empty hands. And it kind of fits the vibe of this episode, which is kind of thoughtful and about knowing yourself. And in this song I've been listening to on repeat, there is one line that says, which means, but who can tell me who I am? Probably only you. But be open to everything that comes from the outside, every kind of feedback that other people give you. You may not agree with them. They might say things that are absolutely wrong, but they may get you thinking about yourself. So always be open and appreciative. I am always open and appreciative when it comes to your feedback. I don't know how to end this. I don't know. <sighs> okay, let me Google this. Alright, I just typed in how to end a podcast episode. What should I include in my outro? How to end a podcast. One, thank them for listening. Thank you for listening. Two, point them to the show notes at your website for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode. I don't have show notes, but I have the little description and you can check that out. Three, if possible, offer them a teaser of what's in store on the next episode. Well, I've told you, next episode is going to be the crazy part of my more than one hour raw footage recording process. I cannot guarantee for anything other than no, I'm not going to say anything. And four, send them to one place, your website. Well, my website is um, <laughs> has been in maintenance mode for like three years now. So I'm going to point you to my Insta page as always. I'm World of Vila on Instagram. Is there something else I should do? Let me check this. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. So five is include a call to action. Hmm. All right. Well, if you are a listener of my podcast, I would love for you to share this podcast with a friend or to tell them about it. And if you want to, you can rate it or give me a review and I'm going to be the most thankful person ever. Seriously. To sum this up, thank you so much for listening. Honestly, check out my podcast descriptions because I always put a lot of thought in them and a lot of salt. Haha. <laughs> Next episode is going to be crazy, so make sure to check that one out. Take a look at my Insta to see accompanying visuals. And like, subscribe, share, and rate this thingy. Thank you so much. Stay healthy, stay happy, stay positive. The right kind of positive. And remember, you're a butterfly. Maybe not a social butterfly at the moment, but better times will come. And um, don't get squished. Do butterflies get squished? I don't even know. That's it for me.
Auf Wiederhören.